Thank you for joining us for this episode of Can We Talk with Demi and Friends. I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm always so happy that we can talk and have those conversations that go unsaid or we've put off having. Can we talk? Are those conversations to inspire and inform you so that we can grow together? Can we talk? Reminds you to talk it out, even when the message tends to be hard or the topic is too taboo. Can we talk? Are those conversations that encourage you to show up every day and be your best self? So since you're here, turn up the volume, tell a friend, and let's start talking. So today we have a friend over and we're going to be talking about home ownership. For many people, home ownership is a major purchase and probably one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest purchase an individual will make in their lifetime. However, Buying a home is a very smart investment and offers lots of benefits. And many people choose to take advantage of home ownership versus renting. So do you weigh the pros and cons? Of course. And depending on where you rent from, the landlord might cover the maintenance and the repairs. But as a homeowner, you're responsible for repairs and the ongoing maintenance, HOA fees, insurances, property taxes, and that's just to name a few and definitely not to scare you off. But it can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. And so today we have someone who will share with us some of the questions and the concerns that a lot of first time home burner uh, buyers have about home ownership. She's going to walk us through some of those questions uh, concerning Renting uh, versus uh, buying and investing in your home. Uh, today, our friend is Mrs. Shawana Caldwell. I've known Shawana for more than 30 years. We've met in high school. Shout out to North Panola High School Cougars. And over, yes, the <laughs> and over the years, we've maintained our relationship. We've made that a priority. Uh, whenever I'm home, I make sure that I see Miss Shawana. Um, she is a woman of faith. She loves her family. Shawana is a wife, a mom, a sister, an aunt, and a lowly to Maya, her beautiful granddaughter. Shawana started her career in the banking industry, and that spanned for more than 20 plus years. And then, so she went up in the ranks. She started off as a teller. Then a, um, a loan officer, I think I'm saying that correctly, customer service representative. Yeah, bank officer, okay. customer service representative. Right. Well, well right. listen, lady, you're going to tell us everything that we need to know. So just come on in the conversation. <laughs> come, Y'all see, she ready. <laughs> just come on into the conversation. And we're going to talk about how you took your leap of faith. We'll get all of that information Add it in as we start talking, because that's how we do. <laughs> Welcome, my friend, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So yes. tell us um, what I didn't what I didn't tell the listeners is that um, you took this leap of faith. Uh, I want to say, was it the end of 2019? 
or was it the beginning of, I think it was the end of 2019, somewhere in 2019. Right. It was the end of 2019, end of 2019, the ending of 2019. Mm -hmm. Okay. When I decided to, um, yeah, when I decided to make a career move, Mm -hmm. a career change uh, from banking. And you said it best. It was over 20 plus years in the banking industry. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I decided to take a change or wanted to do a change it's because I had explored all avenues mm-hmm. in the banking industry, mm-hmm. basically started out as a teller mm-hmm. and being promoted to customer service representative, um, being also promoted to the first double minority at the bank mm-hmm. where I was positioned. And with that being said, um, I became branch manager, bank officer. Come on now. Of that location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just thought to myself, you know what, I've made a circle within this bank and I think I've done, I think my job is done. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you know when it's done, it's time to Mm -hmm. take, maybe make another move. Mm -hmm. And I felt like my work was done. Banking had done for me what I needed it to do. Mm -hmm. With that being said, I raised two girls in, in banking. While banking, I was able to attend every function that they were involved in with their school or with it, whether it was personal or even just taking a break, going on vacation. Mm -hmm. I was able to do that with those set hours. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was as if, man, banking has blessed my life. Mm. Now I'm ready to bless someone else. Wow. And I just thought, what else could I do? What (laughs) else could I do? And I thought about real estate. Um, yeah, just wanting to become a realtor. And I did the necessary groundwork mm-hmm. to do some research. How can I make this happen? How can I make this happen while still working a full-time job? Mm-hmm. How can I make this happen with also being a mother and being a grandmother? And mm-hmm. how can I make this happen? How can I juggle? How can I juggle all these things? And I did the research. I applied myself. And went forward. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And I would expect nothing less. Uh, that's the that's the young lady that I met in high school, just determined. And uh, it, it's not surprising that you were able to grow uh, in your career and, and have the uh, promotions in the different uh, experiences. So Congratulations. And, and, you know, I'm glad that you uh, were able to be at peace with changing because a lot of times we can ignore that feel, that feeling, that urging to do something different because I'm secure. I'm fine. Why am I moving? But it takes faith and it takes courage to, uh, as I say, take a leap of faith, trusting, you know, that there's something else that I want to do. So mm-hmm. kudos to you, my friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and, and, and honestly, seriously, you, you said it best because it was really almost, I don't really know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, becoming, becoming branch manager, becoming, becoming bank officer, leaving a secure mm-hmm. position 
leaving a a job where I know what I was going to make, you know, mm-hmm. financially. Mm-hmm. I knew what my paycheck was going to be mm-hmm. and to walk away from a position of knowing mm-hmm. and to walk into the unknown right. was major. I mean, it was, it was major. And for that, I thank my, I thank my family. I thank my girls. I thank my husband. They were my biggest supporters and mm-hmm. my friends. They supported me in making this decision. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be happier. I am so glad I made that decision. I'm glad be for you. I'm glad. I'm so happy. And as I said, um, I'm proud of you also. Uh, now, I've been watching you, um, you know, as you transition when you made the announcement. I said, she don't what? I said, OK, well, that makes sense. You know, banking and, you know, real estate, you got to go to the banker to get some money in a way to buy the house. So, you know, I'm like, OK, <laughs> you know, that's that's a. That's a good move. So, but right. what I what I've been doing, you know, I've been watching and I'm like, wow. As we mentioned, you know, this was at the end of 2019. So knock knock, 2020 is knocking on the door. And mm-hmm. you know, we were met with doing life differently, you know, many uncertainties. But what I did not see was a glitch in you uh helping first time home buyers or people moving secure uh or become new uh homeowners so i just saw that you know i'm like wow and then i you know i started looking around started reading a little bit i'm like you know okay um the housing market is is you know there's not a recession there in my neighborhood uh, about uh few blocks down they cleared out some land all a whole new development is going up i'm like okay you know home ownership is on the rise so i want to get right into Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna come back because when we talked one time before you were telling me uh and i just love your story of how you got started uh in banking how you know and and to me i just think that story will inspire someone who wants to give up you know, when one door is closed, hey, you go to the you go around the back and knock on that one. <laughs> so we'll come back to that story. I, I think that would definitely. Uh, well, actually, my first question is kind of like that. So let's get let's just dive into our questions. Um, so my okay. first question I have for you, it says, how did you get started in the banking industry? OK, so the way I got started in banking industry was one of those things of really being persistent. Mm-hmm. I started working after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I started college. I didn't finish. And I started to work in a factory with my mom. Mm-hmm. We actually worked at the same factory. Mm-hmm. And I did that because, you know what, I'm working with my mom. I thought that was like mm-hmm. the way to go. Why not work with your mother, make some money and mm-hmm. make things happen. And the longer I worked there, the longer I knew that this was not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, another job did what I needed it to do mm-hmm. for the time frame that I, you know, that I worked there. And not to mention just working at that particular factory. I worked at another one also as well. Mm-hmm. And even with that being said, it did what I needed it to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm to myself, okay. This is not the career pathway that I think is meant for my life. So start thinking once again, what else can I do? And I thought 
banking. And the reason why I chose banking, because I looked at the bank or people that work in the bank as being um, someone that people trust. Mm-hmm. Um, you trust your banker. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to me, was like a prestigious title. You know, mm-hmm. they do a background check on you. They know that you have a good, clean background. They mm-hmm. do a credit check on you. Everything has to be in line. I've never been in trouble with the law. I thought, you know what? Mm-hmm. I can sit in there. I can do that job. Mm-hmm. And so I applied. And when I applied once, I got denied. I got a call to say, hey, you know, we appreciate your your application. We have reviewed your resume. However, we have chosen someone else. Mm-hmm. But I didn't give up. Another position became available. I applied again. And when I applied again at the same bank, <laughs> this is funny, too, because I got one call to state, okay, we have reviewed your application. We want you to come in for an interview. Mm-hmm. We have this position available. Okay, a few hours later, I got another call within the same bank, different department to say, we have reviewed your application, your resume. We want you to come in for an interview. At that second call, I said, well, person A has called me mm-hmm. in for an interview. You're calling me in for an interview. Okay, so one department had a part-time job. The other department had a full-time position. Mm-hmm. So the part-time position asked me to interview with the full-time position first. And when I interviewed with the full-time position first, I got offered the job like on the spot. Wow. Okay. So I accepted the full-time position, never got to interview for the <laughs> part-time position. So that what jump-started my career mm-hmm. in banking. And that's how I got started. Yes, okay. ma'am. And I got started then at, at that particular bank as a bank teller. And I also got a promotion within that bank to move over to loan teller. Mm-hmm. Basically, same type job, but doing loan type work, mm-hmm. loan type transactions. Mm-hmm. So I got started with that one. Did that for approximately two years, maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little over two years. Went to a finance company, stayed there just for a few months. But banking was always my mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's my puppy. I liked mm-hmm. it. So <laughs> went back to it. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I actually resigned the current bank, I banked there like 20 years. Mm-hmm. I've worked there for about 20. Yeah. And then that's when I decided during that time frame, the latter part of my years there, the last year there, I wanted to do something different. And the reason why I wanted to do something different also because I was about to make a major milestone the mm-hmm. next year, mm-hmm. about to turn 50. Okay. And I thought, you know what? I don't have a bucket list, but let me put something on my list. <laughs> Why not do a career change? And girlfriend, that's what I did. I did that. Yes. That's so amazing. I'm, yes. I'm smiling because... Um... <laughs> so, of course, we're the you same. Know, I'm because if anybody, and now you know me, mm-hmm. I'm used to what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Who wants to do change? Right. And at 50, why would you want to do a career Start, change? Right. Starting over I, with the world. Yeah. <laughs> over. But I felt that, I felt that within my spirit that I could make a difference with clients mm-hmm. that wanted to achieve home ownership. Mm-hmm. I really felt that I could make a mark on, on the, um, on the real estate industry. Right. Yeah. Well, here's right. here's the amazing thing, Shawana, about you. You are a people 
person. Um, you have the uh, with effortless ability to draw people. And I definitely know that that is a gifting of God, that your character is one that draws. Uh, and so in the banking, when I'm pretty sure when you did banking, you met tons of people and you impacted their lives they impacted your life and so when I say it just makes sense it was not surprising and you know so I'm like that that seems like the natural thing to do um so we you know we talked about um my next question would be um what made you make that shift in direction and in careers, and you talked about how you wanted, you know, uh, as far as banking, it did what it needed to do for you. It, you know, it was a blessing mm-hmm. in your life. You know, it, it allowed you to be the mom that you wanted to be, spending time and taking time when you needed it. Um, so, what I would ask now is, you're doing real estate, or did you need? Did you want to add more to the question? Because I think we kind of covered that question a little bit as we were beginning to kind of like dive into our conversation. Yeah, I think we did. Um, okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. <laughs> if you think of something else, girl, you know we can just add it now. <laughs> so now you're doing uh, real estate, uh, and people are calling you. And um, did it start off like? Was it like a a slow learning process or did you have like so many clients and people wanting to get with you? How was that just coming out the gate? Okay, so the transition process, um, when I made my announcement, it was the beginning of 2020. Mm -hmm. That was my New Year resolution, I guess we want to say. That was my big announcement and I made that announcement. When I made that announcement, on Facebook. Yeah, you did. I actually put my business card and I said, this is, you look, I am who I am and this is what I'm about to do. And this mm-hmm. is the journey that I am about. Mm-hmm. The same night I got phone calls, the same night I start receiving text messages and say it to me, you know what? I would love to purchase a house and you will be the person that I want um, to represent me. I trust you. Mm. That was the thing. Also, once again, banking did that for me. Banking mm-hmm. made the transition from banking to becoming a realtor to to help people. Mm-hmm. They knew me from banking, so I had gained their trust. Mm-hmm. And for the ones that, that know me, know I'm to be trustworthy, and I really appreciate that that trait. I do not I do not take that lightly. Mm-hmm. Um and it just started and it just started from there, the phone calls, the text messaging. And of course, I had to learn this new job. Mm-hmm. OK, and then. COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of me learning a new job and learning how to assist first time homebuyers into purchasing and learning also the selling part of the industry, listing homes to be able to help sellers sell their homes Mm -hmm. for COVID to hit my office shut down Mm. When my office shut down. The learning that I was receiving inside of the office, I wasn't hearing those conversations anymore. Mm. I wasn't hearing the agents talk anymore. I wasn't able to hear um, the secretary take calls, take messages, answer questions about different things. So, 
that took me out of the office atmosphere to home, having to learn, having to research, having to read, having to reach out to other agents, having to call my broker, just having to rely on other people to assist me while assisting mm-hmm. someone else to reach home ownership. Mm-hmm. But COVID never stopped it for me. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. this not to say that COVID um, was helpful, which COVID has impacted a lot of people for the bad and, 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 and for the good. And the reason why I say for the good with real estate is because interest rates drop mm-hmm. to like an all time low. Um, COVID has also allowed homeowners to benefit from different um, programs, have you say, for first-time home buyers. Mm-hmm. COVID has impacted so many lives mm-hmm. negatively and also for the good of mm-hmm. some people as well. That's, you know, that, that's just making life-changing events for us purchasing, mm-hmm. purchasing homes. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so when COVID hit, it was a it was a shocker because not only was I self-employed, I was self-employed at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to tell my husband, I was like, oh, my God, I'm at home. He was like, well, you always wanted to work from home. Yeah, but to be stuck at home mm. was different. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So so 20, so 2020 was basically a a career move, a a, a mind changer, a just just a changer of life, not only for for everyone, but for me as well. My goodness. Yeah. Let me tell you, honey, you caught that curveball because normally like, oh, life throws you a curve. Uh, okay. Shawana said, okay, so I got to pivot Mm-mm. this way. So, and I could, so yeah. to me, as I'm hearing you, I'm getting chills because you said, okay, I'm learning, I'm learning something new, but now I'm out of that atmosphere where I was learning something like on the job training, but now I got to do the work. And that's the thing. You didn't stop moving. You didn't stop going after the thing. And when I tell you, it was like every month I'm seeing new one or two or maybe three new home, uh, uh, you know, celebrating someone purchasing their new home. I'm like, okay, this is amazing now. And, you know, home ownership is achievable for so many people. I think there's a lot of a lot of times, a lot of uh, information that goes unknown. And I'm sure you get each time so many questions um, that people have or concerns and things like that. But one of the things that I just wanted to mention before I ask the next question is that one thing that I noticed, uh, Shawana, was it was a lot of minority home uh, buyers that were purchasing homes uh, for the first time. A lot of uh, single um, mothers purchasing homes uh, for the first time with you. And so what that spoke to me was this. I'm like, wow, Uh, she is um, to me. I just got an instant feel of communities being rebuilt and people, you know, realizing possibilities people um, achieving things that maybe they had put off or thought was out of their reach. So um, that just whenever I would see um, that someone else uh, had purchased a home through you, it just it made me excited. And 
I remember talking to you, I think, uh, December last year. I said, Shawana, I want to. This was before the podcast was launched. I was still nervous about it. I said, Shawana, we got to have a conversation about what you're doing and and how you're. uh, I said at that time, how you're educating people, because I said, I know you're teaching uh, in the process of helping uh, home ownership become a reality. So um, I just wanted to share that. That wasn't a question. That was just an observation. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so my next. And that was a good observation. You're absolutely right. And let me just, I guess we want to just touch on that. Mm-hmm. You said you noticed a lot of younger female minorities mm-hmm. purchasing homes and you're correct. And that's how I got started. Mm-hmm. Um, I really got started that way. And I think I resonated and I connected with, with the fe- with females. Mm-hmm. And now of course, you know, I've, 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 I've also helped males as well, Yes, but with the females, they, <laughs> they came to knowing me. They also came to me by way of my girls mm-hmm. knowing that's, that's Lily's mom, or that's Shakia's mom. Maybe you should go and talk to her. And she mm-hmm. worked at the bank, and yeah, mm-hmm. she can help you. And truthfully, friend, able to have one client reach home ownership and get keys. And once we make that post on Facebook, and then I have like the second one, and we made that post, and that did almost like a snowball effect. Okay. Everybody at the end of that point was such a well, if client A got a house, let me try. But then try, then <laughs> client B came along, then client C. And then before I knew it, I just had like this pipeline of clients. That's great. That was really like in my pipeline. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wow, now we got this, we got to start searching, you know. But before the search starts. We have to make sure you have everything in line. Mm-hmm. You know, the credit score has to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, the income has to be there. That mm-hmm. ratio has to be there. And all of those things are things that I per se don't get into with clients. We okay. talk about them, but that's what the mortgage lenders are for. Mm-hmm. They are there to, to let them know because every file is different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when your client A can have a 580, and not get a house, mm-hmm. client B can have a 580 and get a house. Mm-hmm. So different things factor into a file because mm-hmm. no one file is the same. Mm-hmm. You can have the same credit score. You're not going to have the same debt ratio. You're just right. not going to have the same. And a lot of people want to may say, okay, well, if she got it, I can get it. That's true. But every file is different. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good information to put out there. You know, there's so much um, that comes out. I listen, I'm not a realtor, um, but I would definitely say for people that are curious that that want to um, start going in that direction, if you're renting or what have you, no question is create a crazy question. Write it down and and, write it down. mm -hmm. Ask it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and definitely, you know, uh, it, it, it takes work. It's a lot of work um, to do it because, you know, I've purchased a home. I'm like, they won't 
everything. They want to know everything about you. But they will ask you for everything because we need it. <laughs> yes. We need it to complete the file. And if we ask you for a blood sample, just give it give to it us. Give it to them. Okay. <laughs> DNA swab. All yes, a piece yes. of hair. Yes. <laughs> but that's cool. Let's get all that stuff. It you is worth what? it. Give it to us. No one needs. That's right. No one is going to be worth it. That's right. You said a mouthful. That's it. It is worth it. it. We're not asking it for not. We're asking it because we truly need it to Mm -hmm. complete your Mm -hmm. file Mm -hmm. to get the keys to get into your home. Right. It (laughs) is a process. It you know. All of, you know, the, the pre-qualifications, the uh, what is it? Pre-qualified, pre-approved, all this and all, you know, it's a lot, but it's worth it. It's Write down your questions. Right. Exactly. Right. And we're going to put some information um, within out, you know, within the information, the body of uh, the podcast to let people know how they could, you know, email you and ask questions. And definitely if you're in the Mid-South region, you need to call in. And check on Shawana and get on her schedule. Get with her. That's right. Okay. So what are some common questions that uh, first time home buyers uh, might ask or things that you have have myths that you might debunk? Like if they come thinking okay. one thing. Right. Okay. So basically the first thing they're asking is, first of all, what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. I want to purchase a home, but. What do I need to do? I don't know the first step. Okay. First step for me is I tell them you've already done the work. That's Mm -hmm. it. You've recognized that you want to become a homeowner. To me, that's first step. You've Mm -hmm. already done the work. Mm -hmm. Now, now that you have come to me, to me, that's second step. Okay. Third step is like, okay, let me dig into your file a little bit. Tell me about yourself. Tell me. Why do you want to become a homeowner? Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, are you working right now? I just need to know some things about you as to why you want to become a homeowner. Mm-hmm. And it helps me to just get the conversation started. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, still, every file is different. Right. Okay. So you can come to me and we can start a conversation We might go left, we might go right, but then we get back into where we're going Mm -hmm. in order to uncover, I need to uncover your need. There are some things that you can uncover with me, and I know immediately we are not ready to send you to a lender Mm -hmm. right now. There are some things that I can truly help you with, but once again, everything is different. And then once I feel as if we're ready to go now to a lender Mm -hmm. to to uncover what's on your file truly what's on your credit. Sometimes we're ready. Sometimes we're not. And if mm-hmm. we are not ready, then we're on a plan now with the lender right. to get ready to okay. pre-qualify. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So everybody's different. So just like I said, if someone wants to reach home ownership, jot that question down, jot down that concern. Let's mm-hmm. have a conversation. Let's get the conversation started. Let's uncover your needs. Right. We can get there. Right. As long as you're persistent, mm-hmm. you're dedicated, and you're truly wanting to put the work in and give us that hair sample and that blood sample, <laughs> we can get there. 
<laughs> Bring your we samples, people. <laughs> we need to get those samples. Mm-hmm. One thing about me, you come to me and you're ready to get started. Mm-hmm. Giving up is not an option. Mm-hmm. We're not giving up. Okay. We're going to get there. That's right. That's amazing. And, and that's true. I remember uh, talking to you and you were like, uh, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be praying, you know, for this process because it can be a little yeah. scary, you know, because you tell them, okay, I need yeah. this. And definitely when they're dealing with, you know, the the, the lender and the, the people, what the underwriters and all that kind of stuff. Okay. We need to know this. Well, where did this come from? And all. And I don't mean to be saying all of that stuff to, you know, to, to yeah. deter someone, but it is actually work. But the reward in it, that is that is a, you know, that's a major accomplishment. Um, So when you were uh, sharing just now, one thing that I thought about is like a lot of times people. um, For me, I love watching HGTV, uh, the different shows on there, you know, either buying new or fixing it up, remodeling and Things like that. Uh, do you come? Do you have a lot of, um, I guess, home buyers that want that type of experience, the HGTV experience? And not that I'm promoting HGTV, but hey, uh, that's my channel. I can binge watch it. And so, do you have a lot of people that have like, and it's nothing wrong with dreaming big, but you know, just like them, I take, for instance, on Property Brother, they have to show them, OK, so this is what you want, but this is what you can afford. How can we make, you know, how can we meet somewhere in the middle where we can give you something that's more realistic to what you can afford? <laughs> Do you often get those? Somewhat, <laughs> but this is the thing to keep us from having our hopes set on something that we can't afford. Mm -hmm. That's why I and most realtors are going to want you to get pre-qualified first. Okay. That way we know going in what you qualify for, what you're able to purchase versus what you cannot purchase. Because what I don't want to do, I don't want to sell you a dream Mm -hmm. that we can achieve right now. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to achieve what we're able to purchase. Right. So with lenders getting you pre-qualified, HGTV, all those shows sounds really, really good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But we have appraisers in place that once we are qualified and once we have put an offer on a home and we're working this file, an appraiser has to go out to appraise a home Mm -hmm. to make sure, okay, are are we appraised for, is this house worth what we are lending the money? To purchase, okay. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, a home has to pass appraisal repairs. Mm -hmm. So, we have to make sure that home is basically move in ready. Mm -hmm. If repairs are needed to be done, if a seller is selling a house, repairs need to be done. The lender is going to require that the seller make those necessary repairs before we even lend money on a house. Mm -hmm. Now. Um, yeah, so so that's how we get going. Now, moving forward, if you have someone that wants to jump into maybe buying a home to fix up to sell or fix up to do something with, that's going to be maybe like on another journey mm-hmm. that we can go on. But right now, when you are basically dealing with pre-approval mm-hmm. and a mortgage company or a mortgage lender lending money, mm-hmm. 
a home has to pass appraised repairs. Mm-hmm. So basically we have to be moving ready. We right. have to be moving ready. That's right. Right. That's, it's because yes, that's an investment from the, uh, from the lender. Is this worth my right. money? You know, um, definitely. So um, I'm trying to think there was something else that I wanted to ask you uh, that I don't have written down. It has escaped me as of this moment, but um, so when it comes to, I mentioned before, you know, the pros and the cons and talking about, you know, the pros and cons versus uh, home ownership and renting. Um, mm-hmm. Can you kind of like just speak to that or what are your thoughts about that? I know what my, I know what my thing was, but I'm gonna let you answer this question. Oh, you want me to answer that? For, okay. <laughs> okay. So my, my thoughts without doing any research, just my thoughts, mm-hmm. just talking, just talking my experience here. Right. I once rented. Mm-hmm. I've had two apartments. I have. Um, had I known, I want to think maybe or was taught that home ownership is achievable at an early age. Right. I do not think I would have rented. Mm-hmm. I, I truly do not think I would have rented. I think I would have used my resources and my income and just my ability to purchase a home that may necessarily would have been like a starter home, you know, right. a okay. starter home. Then that home could have been an investment property when I may have outgrown that home and, mm-hmm. and moved to the next one. So with real estate right now, I hear is this your star home? Is this your forever home? Mm-hmm. Is this your this is your dream home? I didn't really hear those things until I got in real estate. We're talking about maybe like less than two years ago. Oh, really? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but now it's like I just want listeners to know, younger people to know that home ownership is achievable at an early age. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to rent. Okay, so really versus being a homeowner. Okay, so you're paying the landlord to stay in their property. Right. You're basically paying their bills. Mm-hmm. Okay, although it's providing shelter over your head and it is providing a, a home for your family, you're basically making the landlord rich. Mm-hmm. Okay, because when you leave, they're going to rent it to somebody else. So basically, you are you are making them richer. Mm-hmm. Why not make yourself rich? Mm-hmm. Why not use your income, your resources to purchase your home? And when you have outgrown this home, why not you be the landlord? Wow. Come on now. Receive that money. Why not? That money is beneficial to you and your family on your next purchase. So I said all that to say this renting versus home ownership. I would most definitely push being a homeowner first. Mm -hmm. Just because home ownership is wealth, you becoming a homeowner, that's that's wealth. That's mm-hmm. money in your pocket. Right. Um, whether you decide to sell um, to purchase again or whether you decide just to sell, just to have this income in your bank account, mm-hmm. become a homeowner. Once I, I, I can't stress enough. It's wealth. Right. It is. Right. That's cool. And so, see, you you spoke on what I was going to ask you about, uh, about the benefits of it. 
you know, it is, it's no, you know, it's wealth. You said, because, okay. So purchasing a car, as soon as you take it out to the car lot, it has depreciated. But when you purchase a home, now you have money coming into it. It's not like, so with renting, picture this, you lifting the window up and you're just throwing money out, money that you won't see again, but you won't see it again. Right. Now picture your own home as being something that's an investment, that's wealth. And I love how you said, Shawana, that, you know, start a home, purchasing young, using your resources. And now how about you become the landlord? Rent that that's it. That is the cycle. You know, that is mm-hmm. such wisdom that um we didn't receive. I didn't receive until much later in life. Um, right. Yeah. Much, much later in life. Much later. Because growing up, growing up for me, my parents had a home, mm-hmm. purchased a home. So when we were younger, for me, younger parents purchased homes that they never sold. Mm-hmm. You see? So that's why I say starter homes. Right. For me, when I purchased my first home, that was my starter home, my forever home, mm-hmm. my home home, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once I realized, okay, we were outgrowing that home, it's time to purchase again. So it wasn't that I didn't know about starter homes. Mm-hmm. It, you just, I didn't know that the conversation or that the words were actually used as much as they are being used now. Right. When we identifying a need, uh-huh. is this a starter home? Is this your your, your first home? Is this your forever home? Right. Because I, it, it just needs to start early. We need to have these conversations in our home with our mm-hmm. children yes. at an early age just to let them know, mm-hmm. okay, first of all, yes, home ownership is achievable. Mm-hmm. Second of all, yes, an apartment may do what you needed to do for the moment, but do not get caught up into renting for a long period of time. Right. Let's just not do. We don't. We do not have to raise our children in a in a rental. You right. know, let's be an example for them so that they would know mm-hmm. that home ownership is achievable. Breaking generational curses is Come basically what I'm saying. It has yes. to start with somebody. Why not let it be you? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, as I was just thinking, as far as like, um, so. So one thing that I noticed that like in, uh, you know, in a city area, so we're not too far from D.C. And uh, Amazon is um, bringing business to the area, Crystal City area. And there's a lot of development going on down there. So uh, already the um, they're making spaces, space for all of the new residents that are going to be coming because it's going to bring a lot of jobs to the area. But mm-hmm. here's the thought that I was thinking, because I know for my daughter, she would probably rather live in a condo, but I'm like, if you're going to live in a condo, you need to own that condo. You need to own that townhouse as opposed to, right. you know, renting, subletting or whatever, because it needs to belong to you. And when you move now, you now you rent it. But I see a lot of that. And I actually have a few friends that live in that area. And that's exactly what they're planning on doing. They're planning on leaving the city, moving, you know, to the you know surrounding areas, suburbs, what have you, but they're going to rent their places that are um, 
in the city. And so that is a great, great investment. So I can, those, those conversations, like you said, let's, let's break the generations of just doing it because that's the easy thing to do. That's the known thing to do. It's okay to think and do something else, you know, it, it, it won't hurt. It will definitely add some increase. <laughs> and there's nothing <laughs> like, <laughs> there is nothing like being in your own place. And right. you don't have people above, underneath, to the side. If that's something that's achievable for you, for everyone, it's different. You know, someone's li- uh, living in New York and like, listen, you know, this this is home. And I get that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just saying, depending on where you are and what your wants are, those are the things that, you know, are available for you. So go after those things that, you know, you can have, you can achieve. That's right. Yep. That's right. That's, that's really amazing. So, you know, uh, as we said before, this is a major home purchase. Um, I definitely believe um, that the, the pros outweigh the cons when it comes to uh, buying versus renting. And I have so uh, enjoyed just talking to you and seeing where our conversation is going. And I'm learning, learning a lot. Um, One thing that um, I would ask you now before we go, um, what are the top three questions or the number one question um, that a home buyer should be asking if they're not asking. I know you get many questions that they do ask, but what should be one question that they should be asking? One thing I think they should ask is to make sure that they know what type of loan they actually have. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with lenders that explain what type of program they qualify for. Does it work for me? Mm-hmm. And I think that's basically it. Does this program work for me? Mm-hmm. There are many down payment assistant programs out there. Mm-hmm. Some may qualify, some may not qualify. Mm-hmm. You need to know what or why do I not qualify? Okay. And if you can qualify, if it's, waiting a month or waiting two months to qualify mm-hmm. let's do the necessary work mm-hmm. you know you said you said renting becomes or can be easy or can be just a known mm-hmm. thing to do instead of taking easy and doing what's known mm-hmm. to do let's let's put in the work right let's put in the work and let's just just ask those things what can i do mm-hmm. instead of saying no it takes too much or it requires too much Mm-hmm. Ask what does it take. Right. Yeah. Let's ask what does it take of me. Right. Because, you know, even if you know that home ownership is something that you would like to do down the road, start now. Start now. Even exactly. if you're not thinking about it for five years, you know, at the end right. of five years, once you go and you decide you're working with a realtor, everything that you know, they're going to ask for your uh, your DNA, your blood and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Have it ready for them. Have it ready. ready. You know, that's that's your preparation time. So, you know, you have you have the all of those pre qualifiers. Oh, yeah. You Mm -hmm. want look, you want the lender to be calling you. Um, 
Uh, Miss Thompson, have you decided? Do you want to take our? Yeah, I, I'm still thinking about it. Do you look now? You can negotiate some rates with them too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You want to make sure that you have all documents that they require. Mm-hmm. Up front. You know, let's have all these things up front. And those those list of things. And if you don't mind, let me just share the list of things that mm-hmm. the lender lenders will require. Okay. Up front, regardless to what your credit score is, regardless to what your debt ratio is, mm-hmm. regardless of your blood sample <laughs> and hair follicle and all of this stuff, we will need from you your last two years tax returns. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are important. They're important that your tax preparer prepares your tax returns correctly. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know what's on those documents before you sign them. Um, if you're a W-2 worker, make sure you have those W-2s to support your tax returns. Mm-hmm. If you're a 1099, 1099s are self-employed, make sure you have all your documents to line up with each tax return. Mm-hmm. We need from you one month worth of check stubs, mm-hmm. whether you're a 1099 or whether you're a W-2 worker, we need one month of that. We need two months bank statement history. We need to know checking, savings, retirement, 401k. Mm-hmm. You may ask why. We need to know, do you have ability to save? Do you have mm-hmm. any savings? Mm-hmm. Do you not have any savings? We do not want to put you into a home where you do not have a reserve. We, you, you need to have some type of savings. So mm-hmm. it takes preparation to get to home ownership. Some people have those things immediately when we call for them. Some do not. Mm-hmm. And it is okay not, but knowing what you need before the process starts, help transition your file to become smoother once you have all the documents that's required of you okay. from the lender to review. So, you know, having those things in place, knowing what's required before getting into it, and then when we start asking for the additional information, it makes it easier to just to submit it because you've already done the groundwork. You've already done the hard part. You've already done the things that we need to get mm-hmm. this file started. So now we're, <laughs> we're just trying to get there, you right. know, and giving up, like I said, it's not an option. Not an option. So we're going to reach for ownership. So let's just get <laughs> it going. That's right. Let's get it going. You hear, you hear, listen, if you call her, it's not an option. This, we don't give up. Oh, you want a house? We're going to get up. some keys. You're going to be a homeowner, but Shawana, thank you so much for sharing that. That is that that's just very key because a lot of times we don't know and it can be fearful. But listen, you you'd rather do the hard work. You'd rather just do it so that now you're at the place and then you look back over like a breeze. I'll do it again, but not right now, you know. I, I do that again. So, wow. Thank you so much for that. I'm glad that came to mind. Anything else you want to share with us? Well, what I do want to share, one of the takeaways that I want listeners to take from this call, we've already touched on it. Home ownership is achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, you make the change within your family. Mm-hmm. You make the decision to become a homeowner because once you're family see you as an example mm-hmm. they're going to want to follow in your footsteps Come on now. so yes. why not 
Why not be that example for mm-hmm. your children, for your nieces, for your nephews? Mm-hmm. And you can help them mm-hmm. reach goal as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just just be an example. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. y'all. I tell you, she's building the community. Listen, I have I, I have really so really enjoyed and I appreciate you just um not being swayed by you know, the beginning of 2020, listen, I got to dig in. I got to do this work. And I will definitely tell you, uh, my friend, that uh, you are exactly where God would have you be in this season of your life. Uh, I thank uh, I thank you for being there and being available for people. You have changed a lot of lives. And um, thank you for that. Now, thank you. Before we go, I have one more question. But, oh, goodness. Well, I have. Yeah, I want to make sure we can tell the listeners where they can find you um, as far as like if they have any questions. But my question first is, what would you tell the young girl from Como, Mississippi, who used to be uh, part of the band as a major rat and a cheerleader at North Panola High School? Go Cougars! <laughs> What would you tell her about her journey of becoming Mrs. Shawana Caldwell? Oh, my goodness. I never thought that I would be here. Mm. But I do want to tell that girl, hey, you've done pretty good. Mm. You have done basically more than you thought that you could. Mm-hmm. I never knew what God had lined for my life. Mm-hmm. Never thought where I would be. Mm-hmm. But I'm proud of her. Aww. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of her. I love you, Shawana. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I love my friend. I wish I could give you a hug right now. That's her oh, heart. Me too. Okay. And you have every right to be proud of her. Um, We're going to give my friend a second. (laughs) I know Maya is very proud of her, uh, of her. Did I say it right? Her lowly or her lolly? Her lolly. Her lolly. (laughs) Lolly. But then, oh my goodness, girl, my, my 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 girls are my joy, but my mm-hmm. my Maya is oh my goodness, she's my universe. Aww. She's my wife. She is. She is definitely a love baby, and she she's yeah. been that way since before she even got here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so my yes, dear, ma'am. my dear friend, give us some information of how we can shoot you any questions that we might have. Okay, good deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can always reach me by phone, phone 662-560-3587. Mm-hmm. My office number is 662-562-4663. You can reach me, email me. My name C S A L D W E L L R E A L T O R at yahoo.com. That's S Carwell Realtor at yahoo.com. Reach out to me those ways and I will most certainly get in contact with you. Awesome. Awesome. And of course, I'm going to 
add the information uh, to the um, to our little information box, our, our description box okay. here. Shawana, thank you so much for being part of our conversation. Thank you for adding so much value to um, the lives and the people who you are able to walk alongside of. You're able to assist. You're able to be a part of their journey to home ownership. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for uh, just being a genuine article. Uh, I, I love you and, and you know that. Um, and I love you more. You're most welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I have done this for everybody, right? <laughs> well, that just, you know, that makes me feel good. <laughs> I love the fact that we can be parts. We've, um, We've been parts of different chapters of one another lives as, you know, over this 30 year time frame, um, so 30 plus years. Wow. And you know what? Exactly. I, w- <laughs> um, I was yeah. laughing because you said at 50. Now, you're the third uh, girlfriend that I've talked to uh, that we've um, we've um, chatted it up here on Can We Talk and 50 has been a milestone that we've gotten out of the box and done something different and kudos and congratulations and keep doing it. Keep, keep making those moves. So that's right. Yes. But my friend, I'm gonna let you have the rest of your day. Thank you so much uh, for joining, for joining us on. Can we talk um, with Demi and friends to our listeners? Thank you guys for joining us and being a part of our conversation. Join us again when we'll talk more about life, love, relationship, uh, spirituality, and being the very best version of who you were created to be. And remember, invite a friend to join us for some good old fashioned conversation. You can visit our social media outlets to get a daily dose of encouragement by going to Miss underscore Demi 03 on Instagram and Twitter, as well as follow us on Facebook at Demi Thompson. Also check out our webpage at www.demiandcompany.com and be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. So until we talk again, make sure you're having those conversations that matter the most in your life with the people that matter the most to you. So until next time, talk it out.